You've heard that meditation is good for you, but ever wondered why? Or whether these benefits are just hearsay or genuine research-backed, verifiable benefits? Or how about whether what you've heard about meditation is really fact or myth? If, if you've ever wondered about this and want to learn more, then stick around because those are the things that we will talk about today. Hi, this is Salik and welcome to another episode of the Growth Philosophy Podcast, a weekly bite-sized podcast focused on helping you to think better and improve your life. In today's talk, we will explore a topic that is very, very popular today. It is meditation. You will learn about the main benefits of meditation, but just not that. I will also explore what meditation is and is not debunk some of the main myths surrounding meditation and go over science-backed benefits of meditation so that you get a solid foundation on the concept of meditation and learn about verifiable research-backed benefits of meditation rather than just learning about hearsay. Sounds good? Great, let's get started. Before we explore the reasons why meditation is good for you, let's first go over what meditation actually is and is not. There is a lot of confusing information out there about what meditation is, and some of that stuff often creates barriers for people, Try people trying to practice meditation and get started with it, because a lot of that information is actually misinformation and just ends up confusing and frustrating people. So let's clear the air a bit in order to get a better understanding about meditation. So on that note, let's first debunk some myths and get some clarification on what meditation is and is not. First and foremost, meditation is not about having an empty mind. This is one of the biggest myths perpetuated about meditation and is one of the main reasons why people struggle to get started as they give up after a while of trying and failing to achieve that quiet mind state. The most, common, the most commonly held belief about meditation is that it's about achieving an empty mind. And as such, when people struggle to quieten their minds, when they struggle to achieve that empty mind state, they feel like a failure and give up. So get clear on this. If you get clarity on this, you will remove a massive barrier to adopting meditation as a regular practice and enjoying its benefits. As for what meditation is, I will come to that in a bit, after debunking a few other myths. So let's look at another big myth surrounding meditation. And that is about the amount of time you need to spend meditating. One of the other big myths about meditation is that you need to spend at least an hour a day to benefit from meditation, or even many hours a day. But that's actually not true. Research has actually shown that even a few minutes a day can be really good for you to benefit from meditation. That even 10 minutes a day can actually do you a lot of good. When you're getting started, even a minute a day is good. As at the very least, that can help you get started with creating this habit as effortlessly as possible. 
the key is to make it as easy and simple for you as possible. So if you're short on time, it's completely fine. Just spend whatever time you can on meditation. Don't feel forced to spend a certain amount of time every day. Meditation is about relax, is about calming your mind. It's about relaxation after all. And forcing and putting pressure on yourself does the opposite. Now let's look at another big myth. And this one is about your posture. Right? A lot of people believe that you need to sit in a certain way to meditate. That the lotus position is an essential part of meditating. But that's actually not true at all. You can, in fact, meditate in whatever position you want. Whatever position feels comfortable for you. So if you want to meditate sitting down on a chair, that's fine. If you want to do it standing up, that's fine too. The position is not important. Your posture is not really that important. So don't worry too much about it. Just do it in whatever position feels comfortable for you. You don't even need to sit or stand still for that matter. If you feel like fidgeting or if you are fidgeting, that's completely okay. And here is the fourth biggest myth around meditation. That you need to chant something. Something like OM or another similar word to meditate. This is one of the most commonly held beliefs or myths surrounding meditation. The fact is you don't. You don't need to chant anything. Chanting something can help you by creating a focal point. But is it compulsory or a requirement for meditating? Absolutely not. In fact, if you don't want to, you don't have to say or chant anything at all. Most types of meditation, as a matter of fact, does not involve any chanting or mantras of any form. So that was the fourth biggest myth surrounding meditation. And here is the fifth and last big myth on my list about meditation. And it is one about meditation being part of a religion, which tends to put some people off. So let me clarify this. Meditation is not part of any religion. Practicing meditation does not involve practicing a particular religion. Not at all. Nearly all religions, be it Buddhism, Hinduism, or even Islam or Christianity, have some form of meditation practice. But that's not because of meditation being part of the religion. It's mainly because of the benefits of meditation. Meditation is more about you than about any particular religion. So with those out of the way, you have more clarity in what meditation is not. So let's look at what meditation is. Now that we have debunked the main myths, you have a better understanding of what meditation is not. So if meditation is not about achieving an empty mind, you might be wondering what is it about? Makes sense, right? I mean, you've been learning or hearing about how meditation is mainly about achieving an empty mind. So if that is a myth, what is the goal of meditation? Well, the goal of meditation is actually to train your awareness. It's to train your attention and focus so that you can better regulate your thoughts 
and achieve a mental and emotional clarity. That's what results in a calm state, the meditative state that's so fabled. But this takes work, it does not happen overnight, and with practice and patience, you will get better at this. So, you now know what meditation is and is not, which is great, as it gives you a very good place to start from, gives you a really good foundation about the subject. But you might still be wondering if meditation is really worth spending your time and energy on. Just why is meditation good for you? It's a good question to ask. You know, if you're going to be regularly spending your time and energy on something, it's important to know why. So when we talk about the benefits of meditation, it's, it's actually quite a lengthy topic because there are lots of reasons. There are actually lots of benefits to adopting a regular meditation practice. I won't have time to go over all of them today, so I will cover five of the major research-backed benefits in today's talk. Now let's start with the most obvious benefit. The most obvious benefit of meditation, which is that it calms your mind. This is the most noteworthy, the most quoted benefit of meditation, and for good reason. Being able to calm your mind has a whole host of benefits, including a better ability to think things through, deal with challenges and manage your emotions. The latter was actually proven by research by Stanford University, details of which you can find on my website. In fact, I will add links to all the relevant researchers on there for those of you who want to learn more about the scientific basis of these benefits. So that was the first benefit, that it helps you calm your mind. The second big benefit of meditation is that it helps you think better. How does it do that? It does this by giving you an opportunity to think things through rather than acting on autopilot. And the more you meditate, the better you will get at it. Several researchers found that people who meditate regularly have increased neural volumes in the areas in their brains related to regulating their emotions as well as positive emotions and self-control. There is also evidence that meditation improves your ability to introspect which is yet again very useful when it comes to thinking things through rather than acting on autopilot. So that's the second major benefit of meditation. It helps you think better. The third major benefit of meditation is one of my personal favorites. It's that meditation helps you become smarter. Yes, meditation helps you become smarter. Research has shown that meditation has neurocognitive enhancing abilities and can actually increase the grey matter in your brain. This is great for a lot of reasons, as it not just means that you can become smarter, it also means that you can do things better, including solving problems. This is great for people in all areas of life, be it in work, be it for people who are studying and even for elderly people who can use meditation to help strengthen the age-related brain decay. Because over time, our brain does decay. And meditation can help you reverse some of those degenerative problems. 
So that was the third main reason why you should meditate. The third main benefit. And here is the fourth major benefit of meditation. And it's actually a very commonly quoted one. And it's the ability of meditation to help reduce stress. This area or impact of meditation is possibly the one that has been researched the most. And there are quite a few researchers on the topic. This benefit, the stress reduction effect, works for even people who suffer from chronic stress. In fact, research has found that people with high levels of stress are the ones who see results the fastest. So if you suffer from stress, this can be a hugely beneficial thing for you. So that was the fourth major benefit of meditation, that it helps you reduce stress. The last one on my list, the last major benefit on my list of meditation benefits is the way in which it impacts your happiness levels. To be more precise, meditation helps improve your happiness levels. Several researchers have shown that people who meditate regularly are happier for various different reasons, including the way meditation affects your brain. So these benefits of meditation are pretty major. These five main benefits because of the way they can impact your life. They can impact your life quite a bit if it's not obvious. But the biggest advantage of all these benefits, the biggest reason why I like meditating is because it helps you get out of your head. Most people are in their head too much. They tend to overthink nearly everything, which is what usually leads to stress, anxiety, and other negative thinking patterns like catastrophizing and rumination. Fear-based negative thinking like that can't develop much when you don't give your mind a chance to overthink things. And meditation helps you develop that ability and gives your mind the space to do that. Meditation gives your mind breathing room, so to speak, and enables you to observe your thoughts and emotions, which in turn can help you realize that you do not have to operate on autopilot. Most people that operate on autopilot, they don't really think things through. They don't really think much. They just act based on whatever happens in the, inside their mind. They don't really reflect. But you can realize, in fact, you should realize that you do not have to be a slave to your mind. You do not have to operate on autopilot. You have a better option. And meditation can help you to clear of the clutter in your mind and can put you in a good position to manage your thoughts and emotions and enable you to think things through and think better. That can have a huge impact on the quality of your life. I'm sure you will agree. So now you know about the myths surrounding meditation and have a better understanding of what meditation's actual goals are as well as the main reasons why you should do it, the main benefits. So you are primed and ready to get started. Let me tell you something else though, something that I have learned from my own trials and errors. Nowadays I can meditate without much difficulty, but this did not happen overnight. So if you're new to meditation, don't stress if you struggle to meditate initially or on your own, it will get better. 
trust me. On that note, if you try meditating and find that you're not a fan, don't get frustrated. Here's the thing. There are lots of different ways to meditate. So if one method does not work for you, you can try another. As a matter of fact, in next week's episode, I will tell you about a nearly foolproof method to meditate which works for even those with really active minds. If you're one of those people, you're totally on the same page with me because I know exactly where I'm coming from. So if you've struggled in the past with meditating, that episode can really help you out. So stay tuned. For now though, this is what I want you to realize. At the end of the day, how you meditate, including your posture, technique and so on, is not nearly as important as the final outcome, which is getting better at managing your thoughts and emotions, as that is what helps you achieve the meditative calm state. That calmness, that serenity that you achieve when you're truly meditating is what the whole practice is about. You now have clarity on what meditation is and is not, and you understand why it is good for you. So you now have a solid foundation about meditation. So give yourself a pat in the back. You have done well today. You're now in a great place to create an effective, regular meditation practice. If you need any help with the actual process of getting started, next, next week's talk will really help. In the meantime, reflect on what you learned today to really get clarity on these topics. Go over this talk again to really consolidate your understanding. Repetition is one of the best ways to learn something new and solidify your understanding of the concepts. As for now, that's it for today. I hope you found this talk useful and insightful, and it gave you some clarity on meditation and its benefits. If you have any questions on the topic, feel free to post them on my blog comments. I will try my best to help answer them. Also, if you're curious about the researchers that back up the benefits I mentioned today, you can find a full list of them on my website. Join me again next week to learn more about meditation, including information on how you can easily get started with meditation, as well as a foolproof method that will work for even those with really active minds. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to get updates on the new episodes. And for further resources, check out my website. But that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Have a great week and don't forget, think better and upgrade your life.